When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, incredibly bright people for watching this podcast. Guess who this is? No. No. Yeah, it's Yakko Warner. Or could it be Pinky? Or it might even be Carl finishing my croissant. Or it might be Raphael with a hot bunch of marshmallow tuna fish and Doritos pizza. Or even Donatello trying to figure out how my Apple Watch works. The main thing we all have in common is that we are pretty smart, just like you, because we watch and listen to the Canned Air Podcast. And one more thing, NARV! Welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today is a voice actor that one of our patrons, Chelsea Richardson, happened to cross out in the wild and pointed our way. And I'm glad she did because we've been sitting here talking with him, having a great time. He seems like he's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. We welcome voice actor Brian Vaughn to the show. Brian, thank you so much for being here, man. Well, thank you for having me out in the wild. I uh, was discovered in the bush of uh, Amaya, of all places. I was trying to get some medicine, and I was just invited on here. It was a very big pickle. It was strange as, as hell as could be. I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. <laughs> and we're glad you didn't. This is going to be an interesting episode. I'm excited for it. We need something to shake us up, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're that something, Brian. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited. I don't so, know how to make a mean cocktail, but I can try to shake somebody up. And we can live with that. In today's Retro Roundtable, we're going to be talking about toys, uh, kind of like building toys or construction toys, to- toys that challenge the one's mind. I don't think we've ever done that before, have we? I don't, I don't think, think so. And I'm curious to see what... The, I don't think the pickings are very vast. Like the, it's kind of slim pickings, but I, that's why you I'm think curious it's slim pickings for for intellectual toys. I mean, maybe nowadays, yeah. Go on your iPad, Timmy. You're not welcome in the house anymore. How old's Timmy? Six years old. Get out of the house, Timmy. You're not welcome here. Go 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 play at the Best Buy. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, I mean, I mean, I'm a '90s kid. I was born '89. We have like we had a. Uh, I was poor growing up, so I had Lincoln Logs. I had Lego, mm-hmm. and I had uh, I had what was it Mega Blocks? There's that the, the cheap knockoff. Oh Lego yeah, Legos. I remember the Kmart Lego Legos. Yeah, and then, <laughs> they, were, they, they were like preschool <laughs> Legos. They were too big to swallow. Kind of shit, but. <laughs> you couldn't swallow them, and chewing them well, they were made out of like some sort of synthetic rubber, so you'd get toxins from them, but you couldn't swallow them. So choking that one's out. See, um, this is going to be a great topic because we're already like <laughs> boom out of the barrel, but we got to get some stuff out before we actually get the conversation going there. And uh, after that conversation, we're going to turn our attention over to Brian and talk to him a bit about his voice acting. But before we do anything, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And if you want to show some support to your favorite podcasters, head over to CandairPodcast.com. There's a merch tab where you can get T-shirts. Uh, mugs, stickers, hoodies, hats, all kind of shit with our logo on it. And uh, the Patreon page, which is, there's a link to that on our website, or you can just go to Patreon and search Candair Podcast. And for 5 to $10 a month, get you access to a whole catalog of uh, other shows and projects we've been working on for the past three to four years that you're only going to find there, people. And so, you know, I think it's a good trade. 5 to $10 gets you some bonus content, helps I us keep so. the lights on. Mm-hmm. Come on. What else we got, guys? This is a bright light right here, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that shit ain't cheap. <laughs> I paid for that thing. Uh, we are on the Evergreen Podcast Network. Uh, go to evergreenpodcast.com. Check out all the great shows and us. And, uh, yeah. There it is, evergreenpodcast.com. And with that, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Ahem. 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 Ahem.
taste bad. Yeah. Get that momentum going still? Yes, we do. <laughs> Why don't you kick us off, Jack? Lincoln Logs. <laughs> Lincoln Logs. Because we're talking I, I about I think that's logs. on everybody's list. Yeah, yeah. building I, toys, right? Yeah, because it's on my list, yeah. so let's just get this out the way. Lincoln Logs. It's not on my list. No? Well, you no. better put it on your list, Randy. Well, then. Yeah, well, right? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> were you able to build anything other than, like, a fence or a cabin? No. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. I mean, I mean, literally, you can make a square. You can make a rectangle. You can make a rectangular square. Yep. If you're really lucky, you can make a rectangular square rectangle with everybody else's favorite building blocks inside. Jenga. Oh, Jenga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can make a double campfire with that. I mean, you know, that's about all you got. See, the thing with Lincoln Logs, at least for me, like I had a box that on the cover had the cabin and everything inside to make the cabin. And you couldn't, your imagination couldn't stray far from that cabin. <laughs> now, if I had like had like a weekend and two big totes full of Lincoln Logs, I could probably build some shit. Oh, yeah. But what with you got, with what you got, yeah, it was pretty much just that one one cabin here's the thing it's not like i ever as a kid built the cabin and was like oh shit man that's a cool cabin <laughs> no that never happened i built it so my either turtles or gi yeah, joes yeah, or yeah. something oh yeah there to you chill go. in there and you know then like the bad guy comes along and wrecks it fucks it up <laughs> like, yeah god comes up. along beats the fuck out of it and then your dad comes down the stairs and steps on it in the middle of the night and goes oh shit What's yeah. all this out here, Timmy? Like, damn it, Dad. I was going to throw a figure through that. <laughs> the only thing I remember about playing with Lincoln Logs is mine had, like, the roof and, like, the little, like, green roof slats. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we used tiles. to take the roof slats and, like, slap them on each other, like, snap oh, them. Oh, ooh, sure. Ooh, ow. That, that was hurt. painful. I mean, that was how enjoyable our Lincoln Log experience was. <laughs> I got uh, splinters masochism. <laughs> I don't know if I ever did. I did, but... The thing is, is I enjoyed building that little cabin. <laughs> I always thought, if only I had more of these things. But you, I couldn't ask for them on, for Christmas, because then if I got Lincoln Logs, I couldn't get cooler shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to sacrifice the Lincoln Logs, so you can't have, like, 90 cabins. But you did get your new Ronin Warriors action figure. So there <laughs> you did go. Get, I did get my <laughs> hit sticks. You guys remember hit sticks? Yeah, oh, yeah. Is that those snap bracelet things, or am I thinking of something totally um, different? No, they were... Those they were, are cooler than that it was like oh, a little cooler speaker you wore on your belt and oh it had yeah those things sticks. and you had yeah yeah i remember those jesus christ we're old yeah <laughs> my parents regretted that so fast i believe it. like the <laughs> it was never like hey could you turn that down they would just be quiet while i was like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> that was that was really the pre-what's that was back when we that was back when we had like those uh those stupid hit clip things where it's like pre-mp3s and stuff yeah and you'd like and you want some n-sync and shit like that you just pop it in there you were the cool kid in school you had that in a tamagotchi Man, those came at like late 90s early 2000s i yeah. thought didn't they yeah and those yeah. weren't even the full songs were they they were just like no yeah they were like uh like sometimes 30 second clips of them yeah, yeah. or some like the most popular replayed clips but sometimes you'd get lucky and like a britney spears one would drop you get like the full like song out of it and if you got that it's like oh man i'm the coolest kid in the whole fucking lunchroom you're all dicks like, <laughs> At least you, cucks, you can go home period. and get your mozzi sticks i got britney spears one song get out <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting thing to think about though because, I mean, I'm sure there were people that were flexing on the, those things. Like, they oh, were, though. What I got. Well, yeah, when you, when I was, like, 10 years old, I had people literally comparing biceps for a thing. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the testosterone hit you earlier than me, I guess. Oh, yeah. And then we had we had those dudes in, in, in class like, I could eat all of the, the black cherry warheads. All right, cuck, go ahead and puke that up later, pal. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. It's like, it's like I, that was me over here. Like, and then. And then we had the people who would be flexing, like, yeah, my dad, he works at a dealership. Of course, that was the real thing. And they're like, yeah, I got a new Xbox. I played Halo. It's like, okay, good for you. I uh, I went outside and I smelled the roses a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I got that shit later in life. I couldn't get, I couldn't afford that early on. I'd be like, can I come over? <laughs> I, I said play. that before. And one, one guy, he's like, we're only letting the team on. I'm like, what team? They're like, the, the the football team I'm like oh jesus christ here we go <laughs> it's a party boys it's a good thing i think we grew up when we did because you know like 
when I was uh, probably in middle school, the Super Nintendo was the newest thing out. Oh, you know what I mean? damn, that was a beautiful thing. Oh, it was. But I mean, it was entertaining enough to be like a awesome system to have. But at the same time, it wasn't like a game that dominated life. You know, you'd play no, it for yeah. a few hours. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, I'm going to go get on the bike and go ride down yeah, the road. It's not like yep. playing Call of Duty these days where everybody has to sit there and like badmouth your mother, which I mean, granted, <laughs> I didn't know my mom literally was a whore, was, you know, anti-God, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> that, you that she was my dad, which was really a surprise to me. I yeah. thought she was one person, not two. Hmm. But back, you're right, though. Back in the day, you had like Super Mario. That was good. Yeah. You had Legend of Zelda, which was beautiful. I mean, it was simple, easy, in and out. You had um, you had my favorite Chrono Trigger. That was oh, one yeah. of the best games ever made. I mean, you could just pop that on. No, you don't have to worry about some complexity to it. You just have fun, and then when you're done, you put it away, go outside, and play pretend or whatever you did. So sure, yeah, because I, I just remember uh, the first time I did play Xbox. My buddy mm. had been in basic training. He had been gone for like six, seven months, and he finally came home, and like everybody was like stoked to see him. And he brought home an Xbox with Halo. He shouldn't have never done that <laughs> shit. You guys didn't talk to him at all. Just not all at all. He Halo. had it hooked up, and as soon as we came in, it was on the TV. We're like, what the hell is that? You know. <laughs> so we sat down, me and another guy, and we played it. We didn't move for six hours. That basic training money. He had just gone into the other room and shut the door and started watching TV because it's like I, I I fucked up, you know. But <laughs> Young I, goof there, Charles. If I had that game play. or if I had Grand Theft Auto or something when I was you know in my teens, like in high school, I would have never gone outside. I'd have been yeah. <laughs> that's why my parents didn't let me have video games growing up because they, that's what they say. You would never go outside. Yeah, I would. When I go to the store and rent. A console i only have it for the weekend so yeah. i got to get that time out of it bro as many yeah. times as you almost fucking died growing up they they probably should have kept you in the house a little <laughs> bit more wait a minute you you almost died growing up several times excuse me i've i need to i know i need to know at least one bit of this what how did you almost die what did you do get hit by a car torch in the bathroom what while on the toilet Oh, I've heard what that story. You didn't almost die. Sure, <laughs> you just about burnt down your friend's house is what you did. But. I could have died in said burnt house. <laughs> Smoke <laughs> inhalation. But you would have been Listen, like George Arson. Costanza, the first one running out, pushing people <laughs> off. <laughs> of <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> have you not almost died? You've never I mean, almost been in a car accident? I, or I've you've... never had a car accident. Never had an almost oopsie-daisy car accident. I think the closest to death I've ever been was um, I was swimming in a pool that got struck by lightning. Jesus and nothing happened to me. What the fuck? The, 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 I mean, okay, so the, two. Hold on. I got two. The lightning in the pool, I don't know what the fuck happened there. I just, like, my vision stopped, and then it came back. I'm like, oh, good morning. Uh, fucking see the sun again. And then, and then I forgot who I was for the next <laughs> yeah. No, this one I pissed my pants to. You know how um, back in the day, a lot of uh, older houses had metal awnings and stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah. We lived in, in, a, in a farm, and um, my dad, here's how it was laid out. This is fucking beautiful. This was the weirdest occurrence. There was a metal awning. My dad was about 10 feet from it. I was about 20 feet from it. We were in the house. Lightning struck the awning. His ass was on the ground. My ass was on the ground. We both couldn't see shit. Nothing in the house was busted. There was a big burn mark on the fucking awning. We were down for the count. I don't know what the hell happened. And then we smelled burning. Of course, nothing in the house got fried. Nothing important. Only important to me, eleven-year-old me. My Xbox was fried. Except for I'm like, your it eyeballs. Was awesome. <laughs> yeah, my eyeballs. I didn't need those at that point. I could fucking learn to play an Xbox blind at that point. I was ready for it. But goddamn you! Of course, the poor son of a bitch that I was, I couldn't afford to replace that shit, and it was unplugged, mind you, and it's still somehow fried. Are you serious? Jesus. Yes. Wow. And my dad's like, "Wow, God really fucking hates you." I said, "You don't even believe in God. Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Well, like you're you're I not mean, the believer mom is. <laughs> it baffles my mind that you even for a split second said, oh, I've never had any near-death experience. Oh, except for the two <laughs> times lightning. Yeah. Christ Almighty tried to smite me, but other than those Hey, look, like things, George Carlin once said, he missed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He had a golden opportunity, and he fucking missed. Unless it was Thor, in which case the drunk bastard had it coming. So good for him. <laughs> Man, I was going to say let's go get some beers, but I don't know now. Like I don't know. 
Make sure it's clear skies. Hey, Randy, stand over here for a minute. <laughs> Hold this pole up. Like, no, see, the, see, the suit. stupid thing is, though, like, I'm, I'm the asshole that goes outside in the middle of a thunderstorm just to watch it, too. And I'm the I'm the dumbass that stands near, like, metal light poles and stuff. Because I know, I'm like, every time it's like a windstorm, I go outside, I'm like, you have one chance, universe, knock me over. You got a shot every time, and you don't take it every year. You've every got a year, third chance, miss. universe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Three, three times, third time's a charm, buddy. Make my day. <laughs> <laughs> You're a goddamn daisy if you do. Yeah, after that pool shit, man, I'd be staying inside. I, well, I didn't go in that pool ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard you a loud sat out on, under an awning during a thunderstorm. No, he was in the house. No, I was in the house. I was in the kitchen, and oh. my dad, my dad was in the laundry. We had like a like an like it was just like a 10, 30 feet apart, and oh, it fucking fuck. slapped the awning. And I'm like, okay, cool. That oh, was a good yeah, shot, but okay. I was indoors that time. <laughs> Next time and I'll be in a basement. Did you lose your sight that yeah, time? Uh, for about about five or ten seconds. Just from the like flash, a, it was so bright. Yeah, it, it was it was so bright because I was looking straight out the window because we were we were looking out the window because we had a, a chicken coop at the time and we wanted to make sure nothing was being blown the fuck away, and because it was raging out there and we looked outside, boom! And my mother, she's she's like completely in another room. She just goes. Are you guys okay? And she just sees us on the floor and she's like, oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> Runs over to me. Dad's like, oh, they, you didn't care about me, Joe. And he's like, and she's just getting up holding his chest. And I'm like, I think I saw God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was a little yeah, kid. I God just thought I saw dead. Jesus for a minute. Yeah, he wants you dead. And I saw the Xbox. And the first thing was like, I never swore that much around my parents. And I just heard, like, my dad just heard, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't even smack me for anything. He's like, motherfucker. And I'm like, I know, right? That was wild. Wow. That was the appropriate time to use that word, son. Exactly. I was, <laughs> given, I was given the son of a bitch pass for one day. <laughs> I've never heard wonderful. of anyone getting hit by lightning while in a body of water and being like, eh. I don't understand. Bit, you know what? I just shook it off. It was weird. My mother was watching. She's like, what say. the fuck? And I'm like, uh. that was my only response. And I was young. I was like, uh, I don't know. I had to be like nine or ten when that one happened. Jesus. And it's just I, I just dodged a fucking bullet with that. I guess that's that. Those are the only times I've come close to death. So and this blonde in the front of your hair, is that natural or is that, <laughs> is that a Oh, no, result? see, 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 it was it was a side effect from all of that. Yeah. I got struck by light. <laughs> you, you can call me rogue from the X-Men, okay? It's just, it's, it's a side effect from all the nonsense. <laughs> all right, man. Fuck, that was a good one. Not this time, God. <laughs> Not this time, asshole. <laughs> All right, Brian, how about you, man? A favorite uh, construction toy, building toy, whatever. Ooh, well, uh, I got, I, I mean, we got a couple that we could go for. I mean, I know when I was in middle school, we had those stupid things that would teach you how to make circuits and electricity. There's this, I think I have it up here. Oh, snap circuits. Yes. I didn't really like those a lot because, I mean, I had to use those uh, brass buttons and stuff, but um, Connects was a good one, if anyone mm -hmm. remembers that. Oh, yeah. Connects was a weird one, though. It was, it was just like all plasticky pieces that was sort of like erector sets. You just punch them together, and they had gears yeah. that moved around and shit with rubber bands. Um, and then, man, the, you clip the breath. You pinch your fingers in those shits, man. Oh, God. Now I don't like connects anymore. I don't want to pinch your fingers memories. in connects. Yeah. So they were like yeah. little plastic pieces and like the, the connector pieces were like these little like C shapes and you yeah. clip the end into them or like the sides. And man, if you got your finger right in those, you got fucking blood yeah because they they, they didn't like they didn't like gently slide in like you would assume like well lego lego you have to snap and click and whatnot but they didn't like jam together a connects you had to like push your thumb into it like a vice grip mm -hmm. and if your stupid ass was was playing with the wrong piece it'd go and you hear an audible snap and then you have a blood blister like, oh no that's not good so, so that's why that's why as i got older i started going towards the stuff that i um uh, I guess would be more considered home mech, but still creativity. You had shit like um, easy bake oven type thing. I didn't use those, but you had the uh, uh, the little gummy like scientist, mad scientist oh, things. You call oh, Doctor Dreadful. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, those you can well, either yeah, make the edible those, ones. Yeah, you can make the edible or the or the fake ones that just like were like rubber. Oh, the almost. creepy crawlers. That's well, what that I was too. thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, creepy crawlers. Then you had the edible sour ones, which were fucking amazing. Oh yeah, they were. No. I still have my creepy crawlers machine in its original box in the basement. <gasps> Do you really? Yeah. Hot damn. 
Yeah, you like, you, you literally are going to be hunted. <laughs> Apparently, Jack does. <laughs> Saw that glimmer in your eye. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I, oh, I got carpet. Does anyone remember? Anyone remember those? Uh, there's two that I just remembered. There was one back in the '90s that was advertised on TV. I don't know what it was called. It was like a, a like a little thing where if you sketched on this black pad, it would come out as like rainbow colors. I don't know what that was, but it was it was a very innovative thing along with light brights at the time. Yeah, it was like a, I have my light bright with the original light, box in the basement. Yeah, too. light brights <laughs> are amazing. I remember those, and then but I just don't remember what that thing was called. We're but like, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like sketch a doodle or something was, like that. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. doodle in, and, and, and you and you would just like scrape it off, and it'd be like this rainbow colored everything underneath yeah. it. And it was, was it the like most one of those things thing. where you could like. Pull the thing back and yeah. forth, and it would wipe. Yeah. So it like had magnets essentially, like um, like these kind of, kind of yeah. things that you would like put on the yeah. screen and move around. Sort and of, it would draw kind of. But it felt like if you took a, you had a rainbow piece of paper and then heavily drew with black crayon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, kind yeah. of waxy feeling. Yeah, really. But yeah. you would scrape it off, but it would wipe. Yeah, I never. And you could just scrape it, it over and over. You couldn't use it again. It was done. No, you could erase it and it would come back. Yeah, this one was erasable. Like all you had to do was like go the other direction or some shit, and it would erase it. And then you could just keep going at it again and huh. again. Yeah. And I'm, I always wanted it growing up. So I'm like, dude, that's fucking wild. And then it just like got phased out for the light bright. And then for <clears throat> other things that came out that was uh, more impressive at the time. But that had like a short, like what, two, three year lifespan or something. something like that. It was like big for like a year and then it just like dropped <laughs> off. Yeah. It just disappeared all together. Yeah. I remember getting color forms as gifts when they were kids. Oh, those are badass, man. A Smurfs one, a turtle one. They still make them. My daughter has a couple. <laughs> Do they really? Mm -hmm. What are those, like the Shrinky Dink things? No, those are the ones that it was like a cardboard like scene and you got like little, like, say it was like dinosaurs like, or something like, and they like stick on. Oh, That's I know cool. what you're talking about. Like yeah. static claim. Yeah. 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 I remember those. Briefly. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's memory is, probably, <laughs> except for Randy's daughter. I mean, she has them, you said? Yeah, yeah. They I still can't make believe them. they still make them. I'm going to have to go see if I can find some. Not to buy, mm. just to be like, huh. I don't know. <laughs> no, to verify, it's like, Randy, we don't believe you. Are they real? Your CRS might be hitting a little too hard, Randy. we got to figure it out. We, everybody's got a punch, like a, like a punch joke in this, and now it's Randy's like, Randy, the CRS man, is he really telling the truth, or is it all in his head? Stay tuned. <laughs> I like turtles. I like my loop. <laughs> Listen, I can't even think about that line now because literally earlier today when I was like doing like my bulk recording, some dude literally asked me to be the turtle guy from Master uh, Master Disguise or whatever. <laughs> and oh, oh my he, God. I'm like, I just went into it like whatever, like turtle, whatever. And I did the lines that he wanted. It's like about maybe 20 words. And I expected like, you know, oh, thank you for your time. Bye. I'm like, OK, cool. Whatever. It's a small little thing. Hundred dollars. Wow. I sat there for a minute. I'm like. I'm like, did you add an extra zero? Are you, are you that okay? was more than the fucking movie made. That's yeah. <laughs> Not far off. Listen, are you trying to get assassinated now? It's like, now you're making enemies in Hollywood. It's like, yeah, your movie sucked ass. Why? Jennifer Lawrence was. <laughs> if, if, if Hollywood was actually listening to us, I think we'd have a lot of enemies. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. so, yeah. Oh, you, you, guys, you guys bully a lot of uh, old movies or anything or what? The magic of this show, it just kind of happens on its own. <laughs> we never set out to bitch about anyone, do we? Well, no. if it's I'm sure Jurassic. there's got to be Jurassic? Jurassic Park Dominion, Dominion, then yeah. But oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you make a shitty yeah. movie, expect to have shit <laughs> talked shit on, about. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I've, I've literally just ripped Twilight a new asshole every time I see that fucking word out there. So <laughs> well, my, my, my uncle and I, like, we're fucking nerds, right? Twilight, if you want something about sparkly vampires that are like uh, child predators, you go fucking read Twilight. <laughs> go ahead. Have fun with that one. I'm not into that shit. I watch Blade, all right? I'll watch a real vampire. Then I'll watch <laughs> Count Dracula and Nosferatu and shit. Fucking Man, weirdo. wouldn't that be a cool universe to merge? Blade and the Twilight universe. Jeez. Oh, I mean, Blade is, isn't he technically Marvel? So that would be a wild ride to see, like, Thanos and shit just wrecking the hell out of Edward's little sparkly butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that might be a little bit graphic. I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> that sounds kind of gross, actually. <laughs> I just want to see Blade kill a sparkly. I mean, I mean, you could you could always have Arnold throw in the mix, like, "Come here, you sparkly little vampire boy." 
Good to as saw you a good time. Stays away from the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one thing you said. I don't want to get down. It's with. it's it's uh, end it's end of days all over again. Or no, uh, mix it with I uh, just call it Twilight Collateral. There we go. There we go. <laughs> last action hero, more like last action. Ooh. Hmm. Oh man. And Edward's finally gonna meet his match. <laughs> Last action hero would be the movie to do it in because he could just walk That's out of true. his movie and walk right into that yeah. one and just to be or not to be your vampire pussy. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We got to we got to keep this ball rolling here. Uh, Randy, why don't you go next? So speaking of as seen on TV products uh, back in the early 90s, there was uh, Flexi Blocks, which I was like all about. It was like Ooh. one of my first like as seen on TV experiences like the buy it now 1995 and we'll double your order. But they were basically like oversized Legos that had like these little like clips on the front and like a recess on the back. So you could like chain them together and make like tank treads and. Oh, yeah. Were they like rounded? Mm. Like the no, no, no. They were like literally like Legos with like little clips on them. But they sold them, at least the the uh, TV sale. They sent them in like a fucking five gallon bucket with a lid. We overproduced them and can't sell them, so get rid of them. <laughs> Act now and we'll triple see, your order. That's how I would love to receive any of the things we're talking about here. It's just a big fucking bucket full of them instead of just the perfect amount to make one thing. With a bucket like that you're talking about, just full of them, I mean, your imagination's really your Yeah, limit, I mean, you it know? was a shit ton of them for 1995. I mean, it was... Yeah, fucking I, ridiculous. there's been times where I've seen like at a yard sale or something, somebody with a great big like clear tote just brimming with Legos. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> but Listen, then I think I about... was that guy. <laughs> I, I literally hoarded my Legos, even the ones the dogs chewed. Why? Every little bit was worth like its weight in gold. Yeah, yeah. it's like those bar barrel full their, of monkeys uh, or like fucking those little green army army men and shit. They'd come in like packs of thousands. Yeah, so mm -hmm. just give that and just give that in Lego form, and we'd be happy. Candyland for kids. There you go, except for adults. I loved the green army men growing up. I don't know, yeah, was I alone? Here. No, I loved it. I bought those things all the time, and me and my friends would build bases for them. I had mask <laughs> figures too, but I'm still playing with the one yep. color plastic army dudes like this. But I almost blinded myself playing with army men. Like I said, Bayonet almost died multiple times. No, I would set how up the my. How did you do that? <laughs> I'd Man. set up my armies, and I would run back and forth, and I would have rubber bands. Oh no! And the one time I happened to let go of the wrong end somehow. And, and this is the story of why he wears Wham! glasses. I think that's the eye that's bad. I mean, oh jeez, that's my lazy eye. Jack, and another piece of the Jack puzzle falls into place. Confirm or deny? Oh, it hurt so bad. You you tried the uh, the magnifying glass on some of the army men? No, I no. always chased ants with them. Oh, okay. Well. Oh, for God's sake. I was going to say, is this like way number 19.5 of how Jack almost killed himself with a magnifying glass? He wanted to see if he could actually reach Atlantis in his nose, and he tried channeling the sun through it. It's like, I smell burning toast. What's going on there? Just hold it. Just hold it. Don't Just hold move. it steady. It's going to be great. I used to get those, uh, remember those Mad Cats uh, firecrackers? You get, like, you light it, and there's, like, a strand yeah. of 20, and they just pop, 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 yeah, pop, yeah. pop. Yeah. I would oh, get them and then sit and untie them. So I had 20 individual, like, little single pops mm -hmm. and wrap them around the army men. Oh, shit. Like, so you were sick. Yeah, with my army men, just because they were so easily replaceable. It's like, well, oh, yeah. it's a bayonet guy, but I got 30 more of him inside. So it's like... We can we can spare one in the in the best army bag uh, army men bags that you could find were the ones that sometimes came with like a little tank. Oh, or oh like yeah. A oh, yeah. yeah. With a flag in the dirt mm -hmm. for your dudes to push up. I think I have a box at home full of all those. I think I went I went as far to start painting, trying to paint them so I would have two different armies so it was easy to tell which was which. <laughs> it's mean, a green versus a green damn spies coming over to the other side you'd never yeah. know which one it was now you were talking about shooting them with rubber bands my buddy actually had i don't know where he got them they were cowboys and indians but they were like oh yeah and I we those. would have like rubber band guns and set them up mm. and yeah because those like came with like little horses sometimes mm -hmm. for them to ride on and uh then they have like stagecoach like little yeah plastic. yeah, yeah. got about that i never Cows. had those though yes stairs and <laughs> Pigs, <laughs> bronchus. <laughs> then they just had bags of farm animals too, if you remember. That's what I played with at my cousin's house that lived on a farm. 
You want any G.I. Joes? Nope, I have this tractor. And <laughs> I have John machine. Deere tractor number one. <laughs> that is a John Deere tractor number two. Strange thing to think like about. Because my friends that were farmers growing up had the same thing. <laughs> they had a whole part of the room that was like a little toy field with the, the fucking Ertle tractors, <laughs> you remember? Yes. <laughs> and I just, it's an interesting thing to hear that because... You think that if you if you were living that farm life, you wouldn't want to come in and then play farm life. Right. Yeah. Well, well, like I was like some the, the kid must Joe be thinking like, come on kid. now. I wanna I wanna go back and something. No, I wanna go back out into the field right now and rescue Daisy from the, the water hole. What's in the water hole? G.I. Joe? Nah, just a just a snake. Well, can we play with something else like a like a pro wrestler? Nah. Can't play with a pig in the mud, though. That's going to be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was just more of like a way to get the get the kids into farming that way when they grow up. Oh, yeah, up. That that's true. Yeah. How can we make Hammer chores them fun? right into what we want them to be. Yep. All right, that's why we all like him. It's like, we just want to go shoot some motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't care if we lose an eye in the process. All right. That was, well, that was you. Okay. <laughs> um, my pick is going to be, do you guys remember something from the 80s called Capsella? Yes. Capsella. Oh, my God, yes. Those, Those things were the shit. Yes, they were. But very much like Lincoln Logs, I only had one kit with that only you know held so many things. I saved a picture of this thing so what you guys... What was the one I had? Oh shit! It's those clear toys that like had like motors and shit. Yes, yes. Yeah, yep. I, I had one growing up, and it, it was oh, okay. Weird. Yep, I had that one. <laughs> you see that? Uh, yeah, that was the one I was just looking at. It's like a little, like a almost a farmer thing, kind of, sort of. I mean, or I guess this would something. be the uh, what are they called? The Capsella version of a John Deere tractor. If yeah. Looking <laughs> at it, but but yeah, you could. Uh, one of them had a motor. Then you had the thing that held the. Double uh, A batteries, and like all like some of those globes were just like hollow, mm -hmm. just meant you know to link other things. But most of them had these like turning gears and turning bars. Configurations, in them yeah. That once you linked them all, you know, through this little motor and put this battery in them, you could turn them on and they just go wheeling across the room. They Depending were... on how you build them, you had to make sure that you had the certain capsules connected right because, like, if you turn one screw. It would be clockwise on the side. Right. And if you didn't have it locked or matched up right, then you'd turn it on and it would just sit there. Yeah. That or make an ungodly, horrible grinding, <laughs> grinding noise. Oh, gear I love spinning. those sounds. <laughs> but, the, but those globe things, they snap together so perfectly. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it didn't, you didn't get fucking blood blisters doing yeah. it. About that, yeah. Oh, I come on. That was, that. that's the fun part, having a blood blister from making a stupid <laughs> dragon creation. That Bro, did fuck your all. idea and my idea <laughs> of fun is clearly way different. <laughs> but, Listen, my idea was fine was building like ginormous castles of uh, Play-Doh and shit, if you ooh, had any. Yeah. Play-Doh was fun. Anything with Play-Doh was fun. Mm -hmm. And see, that's, that's the one place where... I wasn't limited to what came in the box because we um, mm. my mom had there was like a recipe how to make home. You know, I think everybody oh, yeah, made Play-Doh yeah. for yeah. them at one point. But we had this big thing full of it so we could make all kinds of stuff out of that. That was a blast. You ever remember the um, uh, what was it? Uh, I think this was to get kids into science or something. The uh, uh, terrariums that you could make crystals in. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember them, but I never had mm -mm. one. I here. had one, and and then that was it. But then, like, they had that weird uh, scare on the internet about like like all these people making recipes for it that made like mustard gas and shit. And I was just like, they were like, we're done with that. <laughs> like, literally, it was it was a big thing though. Like, where kids <clears throat> love to make these like beautiful like crystal gardens in their home, and then in like the the late 2000s trolls discovered the internet and started saying like, oh, if you do it like this, Timmy, and put it in the microwave, it, it's gonna be even better. And that's when, you know, the universe said, common sense is dead. Mustard gas is real. Stop it. And they didn't sell those anymore. <laughs> All right. So I, I got a reasonable. I got a rabbit trail off this real quick. So oh, I had an actual like official like science, like chemistry kit, like had oh, like calcium shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And I never mess with it. I mean, my parents got it for me for Christmas. It mm. sat in the basement. Well, my aunt was watching my kid brother, who's seven years younger than me. And I was probably like 13 at the time. And she was letting them play in the basement and they came up with the idea. And granted, my aunt was like probably 25 at the time. Hey, let's take the contents of that kit and mix it all together in the fucking utility sink. 
And I swear to God, I think there was actually like calcium or something in there because it fucking scorched the entire inside of the utility sink. That is a strange thing to be in a child's chemistry set, man. Because like, I don't think I had a chemistry set. I don't remember what I had, but it had a few test tubes in it, which broke immediately. But it had a um, a microscope, like the old... Mm -hmm. Little glass slides, yep. Little glass slides, and then it came with a card, like a credit card looking thing, but it had a bunch of little holes with different parts of an insect you could put under there and look, but it it came with a few chemicals, but I never fucked with them. I was was too afraid to like... (laughs) Burn down burn, the house burn through the yeah. sink. Too <laughs> <laughs> afraid, apparently, to go into your friend's bathroom and light it up. And I mean, I, I don't know the story, but I mean, that's that's what the chemistry sets for. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> arson's in training. How cute! <laughs> doing the yep. doing the devil's work. I'd say let's get you a chemistry set and see what happens, but you probably just get struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'd get I'd get the flashes powers though if I there had it right. Oh. I mean, I'm ready to go. Barry see, Allen, me yeah. up. But one thing I was reading online is that those uh, Capsella things, they had an attachment. If you had a Commodore 64, <gasps> you could somehow Ooh. hook it up to it and play with it with a certain game or something. It had. That's awesome. I don't know the details, wow. but then I've also heard that um, this is supposed to be coming back. I don't know when that article was written. I, I read <laughs> it could have been a long time ago, but uh, essentially the same thing, just with a little bit of a different look. But I don't know why you would... How you could make it look different because if those things have to be clear so you know where the gears are running and yeah. everything, or else you're just going to be. <laughs> I hope there's one in here. There'll probably be lights inside it too. Oh, likely the, or, some kind of. Or you could have it color coded. I mean, that might work too. I mean, all you got to do is like have it like like a little side of it be green, like match the green up with another green, or yeah. green matches with yellow and red and whatnot. And it wasn't like that when kid. we were kids. Why would the kids have we, to have it like that? Now? When I was a child, it was clear, you <laughs> stupid bastards. <laughs> Make it easier for them, why don't you? Yeah. Kids don't need color. They get enough stimulation from television and the Pac-Man video games. Now, now back in my day, I had to walk my dog six feet miles uphill just to take a piss. Now they can just go outside and piss on the damn driveway. What's this world coming to? Right? Man, that was a good good little retro. You said your son came up with that, right? Yes, he did. Well, I'd like to thank him, though I I don't know if you're going to let him listen to it after the amount of vulgarity. Uh, He hears worse at home, trust me. (laughs) All right, well then I hope he enjoyed it, because that was a good one. That was a good thing. It's all about context, as George Carlin would say. I mean, we're not swearing for the sake of being rude, we're swearing for the sake of enhancing our dialogue. There There you go, yep. There you go. Couldn't agree more. You're a Carlin fan, which we'll have to address oh, yeah. probably here in a little bit. But me too, me too. <gasps> yes. Um, we're going to jump to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, more with Brian. Stick around. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. All right, we are back from commercial and once again joined by Brian Vaughn. Brian, thanks again for being here, man. Hope you're having as much fun as we are. Oh, I'm certainly having fun, though uh, I seem to have found a leak in my water bottle and uh, I, I look like I wet myself. And as a 33-year-old man, that's just humiliating, but it's okay. I, I, well, have, a, I have a friend here. 
I have a friend here that helps with that coping mechanism. Randy, you know, I love you. We're in the same boat. Can't control our bowels. It's all good in the hood. You know, it's all fantastic. Uh, our, our doctors don't think represent. so, though. <laughs> it's we cool. Have the the <laughs> <laughs> this is just their gang sign. <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, people who couldn't see, I just did a middle finger upside down and wiggled. <laughs> well, um, oh, right. it's a little bit limp there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want it any other way no. when you're taking yeah. the tea, especially I mean, in your yeah, pants. I mean, Otherwise, I mean, you're going to have a wet I mean, shirt. The Goonies. the Goonies would beg to differ with one of their scenes, but still. Yeah. Why'd you glue it upside down? It's going to be pissing in his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom's favorite part. Wouldn't right, be here man. if you wouldn't. <laughs> well, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, how did you get into voice acting? What 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 Ooh. got that going for you? What inspired you? Well, I mean, I, I was inspired basically when I was a kid, because I grew up on a farm and... Oh, you had fertile own... tractors too! <laughs> yeah, I, I did though, I did. I had that floor mat with the cars and shit too, so I was... He's like, yes. he's very quietly pushing them off his desk so we don't see him. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm, the only thing I got on my desk that's really interesting, so I'm from uh, the ashes of my cat, which is beautiful as hell, you can't see that though. Yeah, there you go. There it is. is. Um, I have a, a little piece of onyx right here, or obsidian, that I carry with me on occasion. Um... You know, I, I got I, I started falling in love with voice acting as a kid because a lot like Jim Carrey, he would just imitate people. He'd imitate everything. He'd try to just pull voices out of his butt to make people laugh. I, I did the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'd watch things like, you know, starting off with like Shining Time Station, Mr. Rogers, uh, Bob Ross. And then I started doing character voices because I'd watch things like uh, uh, Rocket Power or Ed, Ed and Nettie, which is my favorite cartoon. You have Courage the Cowardly Dog. You had... Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, mm -hmm. Ren and Stimpy, which probably wasn't appropriate for a child, but I mean, who the hell cares? I watch that in Beavis and Butthead all the time, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, all, MTV, thank you for all of that lovely stuff. But I, I got into voice acting in 2019 because I didn't really have much else to do. I mean, every job I applied for either said one of two things. I was underqualified, which I'm like, all right, what the fuck, whatever, or overqualified. They did. They had. I had too much confidence going into the job. I'm like, how the hell does that even work? So yeah. I said, well, screw this. I have nothing else to do. Everybody and their brother has said my voice sounds good, but you don't want to go into voice act because your voice sounds good. Um, but I, I asked my dad, I said, hey, look, I don't have any money right now. I can pay you back when I make money. Can you front me a microphone? So he got me a really cheap ass one for my birthday. And I was diagnosed the same year, same day almost, with ulcerative colitis. So sitting down for more than an hour was a beautiful thing. But, I mean, other than that, I was basically dying. Like, legitimately, I was bleeding out every day, on the dot, every hour. Jesus. And I, I remember, like, about a month into uh, just playing around voice acting, I, at that point, had already been paid by, like, three people, like, just $10 here and there. And I looked at my dad. I said, I need an upgrade because this is not going to work for professional stuff. And he said, all right, fuck it. Make it back. Prove that it's serious. So he bought me this microphone, which I still use, AT2020. And he got me a Focusrite. It's a Scarlett Gen 3 uh, preamp. And he said, let's see what you got. Within a month, I got booked to be the main or no secondary voice actor for a YouTube channel for Dungeons & Dragons stories uh, for nice. a guy called Mr. Ripper. I still work for him to this day, but this time I'm the primary narrator. No one else works as a narrator on it. Um, I just would go down the line. I worked for a guy called Luke for a video game on Steam called Potion Commotion immediately after that. I starred in a lot of like, you know, little audio books here and there, audio dramas here and there, nothing too huge until this year when I, I finally like, cause I was just like biting and biting and biting at the heels of people. Cause everyone's like, Oh, your voice is too good or not good enough or whatever. And I'm like, look, motherfucker, if it's too good, just hire me. I'll do the job, whatever. Right. I'm not I'll like, it not like, sound so good. Yeah. I'm not I an arrogant not ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. One guy said, can you try to not sound as professional? So I'm like, is this a little bit less professional for you? <laughs> He's like, that's too unprofessional. Are you making a joke? I'm like, Funny thing, <laughs> but like funny you I, say that, sir. <laughs> funny you say that, sir. I am kind of a comical ass, <laughs> but like, like I, I got, I got some weird luck, I guess, this year because I've always also been a streamer on Twitch since like 2016, but this year, like, because I, I just I love entertaining. I love making people laugh. Love making people smile. I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but if I can make someone smile, then my day's a lot better too because I can give back to the world, and. This year, I got lucky 
like I had a guy just message me on Discord saying, hey, yo, you do voice acting? I'm like, why, yes, I I do. And uh, it turns out he was a guy from a, a company called Sector D2. They made Project Wingman. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's weird. And this is like a double A game. It was sort of like a spinoff of Ace Combat, if anyone's ever played like, okay, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, basically aircraft arcade stuff. And I liked Project Wingman better because there's only one game made by like three people. And I said mm -hmm. it was a better game. It was more like passion projecty. This guy just contacts me. He was the lead writer for it. And he says, uh, can you do a couple lines for some extra and additional roles? And I had to do like, I don't know, maybe 50, 70 lines for him and just threw him in the game. And I'm like, well, shit, how'd you find me? Well, I saw you on Discord. I'm like, wow, that was weird. Good luck. But from there, it's like I got more gigs in like YouTube channels, which are my primary like source of income where I do like uh I do crime uh, documentary things. I do like weird, interesting facts about celebrities and stuff. I do military and science technology documentary type things. Hell, I just read memes out at some point for some people because they just want to <laughs> have a good laugh. And I'm like, well, shit, if I can get a good laugh and I, I'm an improv guy, I, I think on my feet, why not? And from there, it's just like, I just been like slowly getting more and more uh, uh, repertoire with that. And every time I go out and about, someone hears my voice, like, you sound like this person or you sound like that person. And it's just a, such a, it, it's just kind of finally paying off now after like three to four years of pushing and pushing and pushing every damn day. And now I'm like recording something every day, which is like the, the fucking goal for the most part. Right. You mm -hmm. want to be recording every day, but I, it all started because I just... I love the old cartoons. I, I want to be in cartoons. Not I don't give a shit about anime. I mean, I like I like anime. Yu Yu Hakusho is fucking great. Best anime ever made, I think. Um, but like I I want to I want to help kind of bring those wholesomer feelings or those like, you know, weirdly adult jokes that the old cartoons had for kids. <laughs> like like I mean, you had like fucking an Ed and Eddie Naz walking around in bikinis and shit. They a kid wouldn't think anything of it. But as an adult, you're like, oh, shit, we know what's happening there, you know? Right. But it's like, I want to bring that, like, sarcastic, funny, genuine nature kind of back into voice acting. And when I have a influence to do so, I I, I, I take it. I ride with it. Because unless someone tells me not to, to do something good, I'm going to do something good. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do? Just shut it down? Which some people do. I've, I've had a couple entitled assholes say, like, a lot of fun things, which... I, I would always love to talk about on a podcast. Just putting that out there. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> that shade, I will throw any day of the week. I got at least three good ones out there that would take a couple couple minutes to explain, but... You yeah. mean just you mean someone like talking shit to you or like what do you? Oh no, I mean like I mean I don't mind going into my back pocket of like jackasses in the industry, as in like oh not so I much like calling saying. out like specific things, but more so saying like um, as an experience that I've had, like because I, I I started applying for YouTube voices almost immediately after I got my first gig, so I said okay, one guy likes me, I'm gonna go after more because I want to do like narration and shit for YouTube videos. They're, they pay. And like one guy I had literally said to me, even though they make like, I think several thousand dollars per video, they called me an entitled asshole for even asking for more than $20. And I'm like, right. I'm like, are you shitting me? And they said, yeah, the current guy we got does it for 20 bucks. You're an entitled piece of shit. You can go fuck yourself, buddy. And I went, I'm like, I just started voice acting. So I'm thinking, oh my God, this is wrong. I looked at his channel. I'm like, they're using their influence because they're so big. They were, uh, uh, I'm going to just, I mean, don't, don't bother me. It's not going to get me in trouble. Uh, Be Amazed was the uh, the YouTube channel. It was like 7.7 .7 million subscribers at the time. Uh, they had like thousands of dollars per video they would get. And because I know, I know SEO, I know the algorithm. So I was doing the study, doing the research. And I said, I want my cut of bread because I want to be able to afford fucking, you know, going to the store and getting meat or something, you know? Sure. $20 <laughs> is not going to cut that shit in this economy. They're going to be like, no oh, you want $20? What am I playing? Phasmophobia? $20 for a stick of fucking gum over here? Thanks a lot, God. You missed third time, motherfucker. Give it a try. <laughs> but, but like I told the guy, I said, I'm sorry you think that. But if you want somebody professional, I mean, you pay the professional money. I'm not asking for like a thousand dollars per script i only asked for like i think it was like 50 or 100 dollars or something and i'm like that's a cut you guys could make and not even lose sleep over right y'all are being greedy motherfuckers about it and it's just like ugh. yeah but i got stories like that i mean but i have beautiful stories like like i literally just um 
anytime I'd work for like a, my, my friend Lita, she does an audio drama. I, I worked with her for about a whole year, just trying to fine tune every little bit of a character that I was voicing for her. And some of these directors are just like the super most nicest people you ever fucking meet. And then some are just completely batshit insane and want you to do the weirdest shit. And they're like, hello, here's the, here's the lines and take your money and leave. And I'm like, okay, no, I don't mean leave, leave. Just get the fuck out of here and go do something else for an hour. And I'm like, okay, like you too, man. But I think there's a couple screws loose upstairs. I can relate to that though. I'm enjoying with that. But um, hmm. I love doing like improv shit too on, on my stream. People love uh, listening to me just pull out random voices out of my ass. I'll, I'll like, like uh, fucking Randy over there. I love doing the Arnold voice. That's my favorite voice to do to harass people. Um, when I'm out and about, I mean, I mean, my girlfriend, there's a great story that would like pop a lot of people's eardrums with hilarity. Uh, went out to a store in the middle of a tornado, basically. And there was no one at this. No way. It gets better, I mean, Randy. I mean, it's already as good as it's, it's seeming. Come on, God. <laughs> it, 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 no, it. Oh, I, I tested fate with this He's one. It's like we Lieutenant Dan looking. on the top of that boat, like screaming at <laughs> <like> God. It's <laughs> the perfect storm. Hit me. <laughs> Fucking the Joker on the middle of the street. Do it. Where's Harvey Dent, motherfucker? But like, uh, like we were out just, and this is this is a tr this is totally true. We were shopping at a fucking charity store for pieces of silver that were thrown away, because you can find a lot of actual silver like out in like uh, Goodwill and shit, and no one knows the true value of that shit. It's actually more valuable than you think. Hmm. Three people in the entire store, and we were one of the like couple of people that were left. They were getting them the fuck out because they had to close, and there was like a tornado watch and shit. And it was blowing like hell. I go up to the counter with my girl and the lady there is a younger lady and she's like, oh, your, your boyfriend sounds kind of familiar. And I look at my girlfriend and she gives me the dirtiest, nastiest, angriest look and said, if you pull out the voice, I think you're going to, you're going to walk home. And, and I'm like, what voice is that? She's like, you know, the goddamn voice, I will leave you here to die. I don't care. And I'm, I'm like, okay. So I looked at the lane, I'm like, what is the voice you're thinking of? She says, there's a famous YouTuber. I, I, he's kind of an annoying YouTuber, but he's funny at times. And I'm like, is it Swagger Souls by chance that I sound like? And she's like, yeah, that's it. Can you do the voice? And I, I looked at my girlfriend, who's probably giving me a very dirty look right now. <laughs> and, and she hates that fucking voice. She cannot stand his voice. I don't like the guy either. He's annoying, but no one can differentiate us when I pull out that voice. And I lower, I, 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 I got more nasally. I lowered my voice and went, oh, is this the voice that I sound like a little bit? And she, she's like, I'm out. And she fucking left the goddamn building. She's like, I'm out. Took her silver, fucking walked away. I'm like, oh, no, punny, please come back. Why I need you, to talk to you. I don't understand. Because <laughs> she fucking hates that voice. Yeah, but she can let you revel in your fans. I mean, I mean how <laughs> no, she No, she did. But the thing is, like, everybody wants to hear that fucking voice. And they're like, I'll see comments. Oh, she's under just my... over it then. She's just yeah, she, yeah, because there's, there's like hundreds of people like, please do this voice. And the guy's a, like an annoying ass. And I'm like. I'm like, all right, I can pull these voice out anytime. She's like, you'll sleep on the fucking couch if you pull this out anymore. <laughs> wow. I'm like, Arnold, I can pull out anytime. She'll laugh. And I do, I do like dad jokes in Arnold's voice just to make people laugh. And she'll just roll her eyes like, oh, my God damn it. These jokes are terrible. I'm like, I know. They're great. They're fantastic. Knee slappers like that. <laughs> but if I pull out that voice, she's just like, you can go fucking die. I'll kill you. <laughs> Summon <laughs> Satan himself to send me to hell for that voice. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, though. I mean, that people are they, they can hear that voice even when you're not using it. Like, people call me. Um, There's one that I'm like, really, I'm really proud of this one. And it's growing and I don't quite see it or hear it. But a lot of people have called me Alan Alda lately. They say I, I sound like, yeah, they, they say I sound like Holy Alan Alda. Shit. I'm like, really? Yeah, I can hear it now. Too, I, I can't you... I can't hear it, though. But I mean, it's not like you me. sound just liking, but there's well, something yeah. familiar once you say it. Like, <laughs> it's just like kind I, of the. <laughs> I mean, Alan Alda doesn't like I mean, settle on a register, like stay a monitor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. See, I I, I, don't, I don't quite understand it myself, but like, I I did it for my dad even, and he was a big fan of Mash, and he's like, that's one of my favorite shows ever, and I said. I'm like, do I sound at all like Alan Alda? And he's like, pull off lines from him. And I, I started like, you know, in, like not impersonating because I can't do the voice, but I try to impersonate his mannerism and stuff. And he's like, holy shit. You it's could, the enunciation, could... I think. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. There's something, there's something there because as <laughs> soon as you said that. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I like, I, I personally can't hear it. I mean, I, I get the whole, like, I kind of seem 
not like voice wise, but personality wise, like Robin Williams a bit, because he's got like that dark sense of humor. And he he was all about just making people laugh no matter what the fuck the point was. Same with George Carlin. But when it came down to Alan Alda, I'm like, I'm like, I'd love to do shit like he did because he was a very charismatic man. And I don't know. Is he dead? I thought he was. Is he still alive? No, I think he's still alive. I think he's still alive. Yeah, we know Robin's gone, which is oh, a damn yeah. sad shame, but still. I mean, Robin but, Williams, I think it, that would that would ring through a lot more. Like, hey, yo, he kind of had this kind of a thing, you know, like when he would talk. And, hey, boo boo. What? <laughs> I hear the Alan Alda in your voice. I he- I can hear it. Now it's I got to so see weird. if he's alive. Yeah, he's, he's like, it's like I'm, t- I'm tweeting at Alan Alda right now. Hey, Alan, you got my cigarettes. I sent you out to the 7-Eleven last night. We you still found good? your doppelganger, <laughs> This guy Alan. sounds just like you, Alan. <laughs> Alan. Alan, we have a doppelganger. Would Please you like to come say hello? back with haste. <laughs> yeah, he's alive. Oh, thank God. How old is he, though? 60. Hang on. I, I didn't. I say 60. I don't... No, 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 no. Yeah, he's got to be older than that. I was going to say. He's 86. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's not 68 80s. it's 86 years old <laughs> he's preparing his granny panties for the for the finale man he's i think he's he's like a uh dick van dyke like still very active at a very young age or old age mm. <laughs> oh listen if we're gonna try to impress him we'll all call him young together it's like you've aged like fine cheese it may run a little bit but you still taste great alan Shit. <laughs> 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 uh I had heard a. I used to listen to uh, Gilbert Gottfried's amazing Colossal podcast. I still oh, do listen God to reruns, it. but it was so awful when we lost him because you know then that show along with it too. But he had had um, Alan Alda was either on the show or they played one of his shows on there, and it was really good. And uh, I was thinking about Norm McDonald because he's a funny fucker. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, man, was. that was another big that, loss that one right hit. There. A loss that hit me probably harder than a couple other people was I. Uh, he's probably not the most famous or popular actor to some people, but Bill Paxton. Dude! Oh God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. When he died, I watched Twister sixteen times. I could not. St- I had to watch that. I watched Predator two back to back. I watched True Lies, even though he had only yes. a small role in it. <laughs> so great. I mean, wow. shit. I, I had to. I had to dive into his. I, I what was the sub one? He was in U five seven one or some shit. I mean, I just kept going down the list of Bill Paxton movies, even if he just was there as a cameo. How often have we talked about Bill Paxton yeah, over the very years? Very often, like, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It comes up a lot. Weird science. The oh. Twister ride at Universal. <laughs> I'm that? Bill Paxton. Thank you for... Yeah, I'm Bill Paxton. <laughs> I told this story a long time ago on the show. I'll just tell it for your sake really quick. But we went to the uh, Twister ride, I think the last year that it was open at Universal. Or the Twister experience. You just stand there and watch shit get messed up by a tornado. But <laughs> Oh, fun. Yeah. Well, maybe in the 90s, but it, it did not age well. And we just kind of sat there like, okay, is this almost over? <laughs> but after it ended, the best thing of the whole ride was the lights came up and a door opened. It's like, thank you. It was Bill Paxson on the speaker. He comes over. He goes, thank you for trying the Twister experience. He goes silent for a second. I'm Bill Paxton. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy your day at Universal Studios, Florida. <laughs> Thank you for your experience. And it's like dead silence. Crickets are sounding. I, I had Paxton. the audio for it at one point, and I had put it in the show a long time ago. Um, God damn but it. there was just something about the way it was said, the way he paused right before he said his name. Like, <laughs> let's give him a second to soak it in. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, everyone's really on edge just listening to every word. People had to on. thought I was nuts as shit because I started losing my shit in the line. <laughs> and nobody probably even heard it, but I was, like, like losing it. I mean, <sighs> it's not like when Keanu Reeves was announcing Cyberpunk. It's like, no, you're breathtaking. It's like, everybody fucking goes nuts. He could go on stage and fart shit himself, fall over, roll in this shit, and then do heroin, and everyone still loved the guy. Oh they'd, yeah, yeah. They probably him go on Brendan stage to help Fraser him. Can do oh. no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, except for the Mummy Three, but Brendan Fraser didn't have a hand in that. That was no, yeah. all, Brendan got all paid. the dumb. <laughs> so. Yeah, he got fucking paid, dude. He came I out mean... smelling like roses. <laughs> all right, this conversation, man, it's a good one, but we got to we got to limit this somewhat. <laughs> um, man, and you really just like covered absolutely everything I was going to kind of talk to you about your projects, uh, your interests in it, upcoming like said, can, work, what I, about I, upcoming I, projects. 
upcoming projects ooh i mean the the biggest things i'm working on right now is just i guess trying to find some kind of agency representation um i'm just trying to find more audio work to do in general mm -hmm. uh, my my biggest focus is just uh slamming down all these these youtube things because what's going on is i'm able to extend my reach because with mr ripper he's a dnd guy i can do character voices on there to show off that i can do character voices but now i'm working with people to do funnier things so i can show off that i can do comedy and now i'm able to do documentary stuff so i can show mm. off hey look if somebody out there perhaps a bigger guy or whatever wants me to do real like like i don't know nat geo shit i don't fucking know i'm down for it and I can pull it off like nobody's business. I'm not like a uh, uh, bent dick C cumber patch over there who just says penguin five fucking ways. Like, <laughs> would you like to have a penguin? A penguin? A penguin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw something about that. <laughs> Same here. But like, that's that's another focus. And then my my other focus is um because I'm growing so big with all these things. I, I'm I'm trying to uh, drive all my traffic over to my Twitch so I can also do that full time because. I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer at heart. I grew up playing the Atari, playing the Commodore games where you can make like fucking pixel birds fly just like for 30 seconds mm -hmm. after programming the fucking thing for what, half an hour? I don't know. ADHD, if you had that lucky. back in the 80s and 90s, you were fucked, okay? You had no <laughs> chance. <laughs> How long did it take to compose in like Mario Paint oh, and God. stuff like oh, that? Oh, God like, damn it. That would take hours so... and, and you just hear like a dog fucking barking. He's like, <laughs> yeah, a lot My, of those voices were hard to tolerate. It's like I, I literally yeah, that was the sound from friends that ross made it was it was just in mario composer there you go yeah. <laughs> that's God where you made it. your own version of dogs uh singing jingle bells yeah. it's like the one song everybody can make off the bat and it's like oh we can have dogs doing it let's do it <laughs> The sky was the limit when it came to dog singing songs. <laughs> All right, man. So Bring people can check you out at brianvonva.com. You're also on uh, social media at brianvonva. Where yep. else can people check you out who are interested? I, I'm everywhere under exactly the same thing. I locked that shit down. Twitter, Twitch. Lucky. Name yeah. Smart man. Yep. My, my biggest one that I'm trying to push people towards is my Twitch because I, I, I'm not okay. I have to say it. I'm not like those other assholes that try to get bigger. You have these people out there that do like positive things on like Twitch. It's like, oh my God, you're so perfect. No, you're not. You're full of fucking cracks and holes and you should respect that and love that about yourself because we're mm -hmm. all flawed as hell. We're like sea sponges, you know? Mm -hmm. So yep. I, I try when I when I tell people when I get bigger and bigger, if people think that I'm going to be fucking huge on Twitch one day or a huge voice actor, I said, no matter how big I get, if I go to conventions and shit, I'm literally going to be the guy who says, do you want a handshake? Do you want a hug? What do you want? And I will talk to everybody as much as I can and treat them kind of like a human being. Mm -hmm. You know, optimistic realism, not not positivity is what I what I try to say. You know, the world sucks. It's on fire, but we can find ways to make it happy and better. Right. So that's Absolutely. that's what I yeah, do. We kind of have that's, to. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, you're going to be up shit creek without a goddamn paddle and bash not goddamn good Dutch. Ain't going to goddamn Tahiti with that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, man. Well, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're going to have Thank to do this again me. because we, oh. we got some good laughs out of this yeah. one here. And that's, I'm happy to. And if like you have a life. horror episode ever, let me on. I, I have some spooky stories that will shake you guys right the fuck up. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Are you talking like shit that happened to you? Dude, if I said half the shit that happened to me and it really happened, I would make you shit your pants. And it's all it's like it's all real. It's fucking swear on anything you want. Dude, every year we do a Halloween episode where we have people come on and tell creepy stories. Well, we've started doing that the last couple of years, but I mean, Look, I mean, I, I got even since two years. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for that. You put me on there. I'll make your fucking listeners just like have their their bedside table with holy symbols of Sweet. every religion. It is a date, man. As soon yeah, as yeah. Christmas is over, we've already got a good start. Didn't you say there's yeah, some there's like at least three people that reached out after our last Halloween episode. Yeah. Ooh, that's it's good. It's already coming together. So we obviously then we'll definitely be back in touch, man. But uh, the best of luck to you. You do have the perfect voice for it. You do sound like Alan Alda, but in a good way. <laughs> Can it be a bad way if it's Alan fucking Alda? I mean, come on. I really don't think well, so, no. I, I just, I, that you know, just be, if, because you don't want to sound necessarily like Alan Alda doesn't mean yeah. you hate Alan Alda. It just means yeah. I don't want to sound like Alan Alda. I want to sound like Brian Vaughn. Yeah. Which you do. <laughs> but 
There's a tinge of Alda. There's, there's, oh, I like that. That was so cute. A little, little sprinkle of Alda in there. It's like a little, little, little fairy dust. Pinch of Alda. There it is. Poof, <laughs> there it goes. Bye-bye, little girl. It's like, yay, I'm Alda. I'm 5% Alda. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to call this episode a pinch of Alda. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Mm-hmm. Be a man. Come on. <laughs> a little it. pinch of Alda. Come on, Jamie. Do it. <laughs> a pinch of Alda. It is in stone. The two people. And make sure to bake it for like uh, five minutes at three fifty. <laughs> well, and then then the people that actually listen this far into the episode <laughs> they don't actually. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my God, we get the joke now. It's great. Okay. <laughs> I'm part of the fun, guys. I know the joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for being here, Brian and Jack. What do we have on the website, sir? Go to CandairPodcast.com where you can listen, like, follow, subscribe, buy some merch, become a patron, see some videos, see some of our special guests, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And uh, once again, ways to support us, uh, the merch tab, the Patreon tab. Give us some of your cheddar, get something in return. It's that easy, people. You know how the game's played. You know how the wheels turn. Help you boys out. And uh, what am I forgetting? Also, if you want to support us but don't want to cough over any dough, uh, just go to uh, your podcast player of choice that you're listening to us to and rate us. Give us a... You know, some feedback. We'd love to hear it. And check us out on evergreenpodcast.com. It all helps, people. It's all helping to feed the same beast, the canned air beast. Wow. Kind of fell flat, but (laughs) I'm a Deanna Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you sounded like a very... well, I'm not even going to say. <laughs> I just say. Nah. It's, it's there on the tip of your tongue. Go for it. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe next time. But until <laughs> next time, I'm Jeremy Colling. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And Brian Von Vier over here. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And be excellent to each other. you come over here and spray paint your name on the wall but i don't wanna what are you chicken hold on there boys wow it's flint instead of writing your name write candairpodcast.com and help spread the word well that's a great idea now we know and knowing is half the battle gi joe this has been a canned air production Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, will discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.